0: Hello, and welcome to the Helix Reviews Podcast. My name is David Arrington, bringing you reviews from a Christian Geek Horror view. and today on the show, I'm going to be talking about two horror movies that came out recently. One is Smile, and the other is Barbarian. Two movies that, uh, I think are, aren't just what you see on the surface. There there might be a, a little more there than what you might expect. So, let's start off with Smile! <laughs> What is it you like to talk about? Hi, patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. Smile. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. She must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened themes, messages, ideas, what's the thematic stuff going on in Smile. Now, okay, thematically, this movie is about trauma. So, the movie is about this, uh, somebody commits suicide in front of this lady, and it traumatizes her, and that's when, you know, all the, the, weird psychological horror kind of stuff that starts popping up in this movie starts happening. And it's, it's kind of a, a, a commentary on trauma and the way that... Uh, the I guess the, the some of the psychological effects that trauma will have on you and then the way that the trauma will kind of spread out. So even if it directly happens to you, the way that it affects you and the way that that affects the people around you and stuff like that. So what is the kind of solution what is the answer what 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 can help our trauma that we experience in life according to this movie well (sighs) seemingly almost nothing uh this movie it's very dark in its view on trauma because it's like it's this it's this very kind of it's a it's a horror movie you know so of course it's going to be dark but but there's there doesn't really seem to be much hope of of help or anything when it comes to trauma is just this very kind of dark, bleak kind of look at this that is, you know, I, I guess, you know, it's coming from a, a non-Christian worldview where you don't have a solid rock to lean on in in times of of trouble you don't have a solid god to to lean on and to lean into when when you're in trouble and you're in that kind of state of mind like she is in this movie without that it is very bleak it is very dark because even the the people that uh, you know, the the more solid people in our life that, that we can lean on in our life, right, uh, even those people can fail us and even those people, you know, the, they can be shaky too, you know, because we're all human after all, you know, so ultimately, I guess... It doesn't go as deep as as it could, I guess, but they, it really is just kind of about trauma, and it just seems to leave very hope for uh, for overcoming the traumatic events that happen in your life, which is uh, you know kind of an unfortunate message here, I guess. If I were to guess, uh, th- I, I would guess that the the creator, the director, or the writer, or whomever here, uh, doesn't believe in the supernatural. At all, I would guess, because even though, like, the, the threat in this movie is seemingly somewhat supernatural, maybe, every, every character in this movie just starts from the assumption that there is nothing spiritual, like, there is no supernatural or anything, and so when she talks about this to multiple people, all of them are completely adverse to the idea that that anything supernatural or spiritual or anything would be going on at all and even though the movie is kind of using a, a somewhat seemingly supernatural kind of thing or entity or something going on in this movie uh, it's I, I would guess that the director is an atheist or maybe agno- agnostic or something along those lines because of the starting point of basically every single character in this movie just being like, oh, supernatural stuff doesn't exist. You you know, you saying some of this stuff that's like, oh, is this supernatural that like, I don't believe that and stuff like that. Uh, it seems like a uh, th- it seems like a very atheistic kind of starting point in this movie. There is a little bit in here that, uh, another negative, I guess, here about, uh, how women should be in charge of the marital relationship, um, it's not explicitly stated, but there is multiple instances of a marriage or boyfriend-girlfriend, but they're living together, so essentially like a marriage relationship, and, uh, the, the woman has to be the, the leader over the man every time, um, which, you know, is obviously unbiblical if you if you look at the the positions that the man is supposed to take and the position that the woman is supposed to take, uh, the the man is supposed to be the head of the wife. and this movie is definitely, inversing that it's definitely reversing that just multiple points throughout the movie i noticed that and it annoyed me a little bit because that's uh definitely something that's in here though it's not something that they're pushing particularly hard i would say so overall i think i pretty much said everything bad in this movie so <laughs> that's that's like uh, all the all the thematic stuff is is not particularly great i guess you're going to die you're going to die I found 20 cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? When I saw the trailers to this movie, I thought this was just going to be one of those generic, dumb horror movies. It it didn't look very good to me, honestly. I watched it and I just thought, oh, this is just going to be generic, forgettable, bad horror movie. You know, jump scare heavy horror movie that's just not going to be that good. That's what I thought when I saw those trailers. And then I saw some of the reviews coming out and I'm like, oh, people seem to be very positive on this movie. So it, it, it piqued my interest. I went to go see it and i enjoyed this this is a jump scare horror movie this is they definitely will lean into some of the jump scare stuff uh, so if you're if you're the type of horror movie watcher that doesn't want any jump scares in here then this isn't for you but in my opinion, this is jump-scare horror done right, because you, you know, if you watch horror movies, you've seen jump-scare horror done wrong, where they're just throwing all these jump-scares at you left and right, and it's just, it, it never builds up any tension, and so the, the, the jump scares, which are supposed to be a release of tension, right? They build up the tension, it gets intense, and then there's a jump scare and it releases the tension in that scared moment, right? This is jump scare horror done right, where it takes the time to to build up to the jump scares, so you know, so there is definitely quite a few jump scares in here, but it takes its time. It sets up this very creepy atmosphere, and the the whole smile gimmick, if you want to call it that, of of the whatever the entity is or the thing that she's seen and stuff, is always smiling this creepy smile at her. It's it's creepy and it adds to the the weird kind of mood to the movie. Uh, there's just some cinematography type stuff in here, you know, a couple shots of the city that are just like upside down and stuff, which is just kind of this this uh, like weird off-kilter thing that you don't see very often, and so it's just kind of a slightly off that adds to the the kind of odd or off kind of feel to the movie as a whole uh, that I think is well done, and the jump scares, for the most part, are, are pretty effective, you know, they build up and they jump scare, uh, not all of them are winners, I guess, I, there is one in this movie that I find just egregiously bad, I won't spoil it, I guess. Just for the sake of the, the, just for the sake of the movie, because I don't want to spoil anything. But there is one jump scare in here that I thought that is the lamest attempt at a jump scare ever. Oh my goodness! You know what? I'll I'll say what it is after the outro song in this episode. Okay, so I'll do a spoil, tiny spoiler section after the outro song in this episode. Uh, so. Listen there if you want to hear what the lame jump scare is. The main actress in here, uh, Susie Bacon, I guess her name is, Bacon? Uh, Susie Bacon is Rosie, the lead character, and she is fantastic. She is really good at just portraying this character who is just so scared to death, completely exhausted, and just like mentally drained, and like, she feels like she's going crazy, right, because she's seen this thing, nobody else can see this thing, and it's just, like, haunting her, and following her around, and she is terrified, exhausted, and just going crazy, and she plays that to a T, and she, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very effective, you know, because I, you, you really kind of, like you're rooting for her you're kind of experiencing it along with her so you're like oh come on you know uh we gotta we gotta figure out a way to overcome this but you can't really tell anybody about this because they just think you're bonkers right they just think you're nuts right so it's like it's it's this good good balance here um yeah, good stuff. Really, really good actress in the the main role there. Uh, there's some great imagery in here that is just very creepy and weird. Um, man, there's there's one shot in particular. Maybe I'll spoil this too after the the credits there. Uh, but dude, there's a one image in this movie that I just think is so creepy and cool and just extremely effective to me. Now that said, there are moments in this movie some more kind of a uh, special effects e kind of moments that happen in this movie, uh, some of which, m- most of which, I guess, are connected to scares, and those are the ones that I found a little dumb, a little cheesy, uh, the special effects are, eh, um, they're fine, I guess, but, but they're not anything amazing, and just, when you see them, I see the special effects, and the, the the special effects especially in a horror movie you really got to limit your special effects in my opinion. I don't I don't think I've ever seen a movie that's really heavy on the special effects. Oh, Malignant is pretty heavy on the special effects, I guess. Most movies with the heavy special effects kind of stuff just it, you know, that can be cool and that can be good, but it can it, it, a lot of times that takes away from the horror for me and we get a little bit of that in here. Some of the the special effects and stuff in here I found a little a little bit cheesy and uh, not quite scary. The score hair is absolutely fantastic, very unnerving, and just, there's a lot of, like, weird sounds mixed into the music, and it's just, it's not right, you know, you listen to it and it's just like, this, this, this is not good, this is not okay music, and it's playing during some of these scenes and it just kind of unsettles you, you know, this movie is very good at leaving you unsettled and creeped out, uh, and... You know, the, the, again, it's like the jump scare type of horror. So it does that and then it builds up in a jump and it builds up in a jump. And that's not my favorite kind of horror. My favorite kind of horror will have some jump scares in there, but it's not totally reliant on that. It's more reliant on the just the heavy buildup of tension is like my, is, is what I like the most in horror movies. So this isn't like my favorite style of horror movie. Though that said, I think this is a really well done horror movie in that kind of jump scare horror movie style and so i really enjoyed it like a, a surprising amount considering i went into this thinking this is probably not gonna be that great <laughs> mm-hmm. Get away from me! how long between each victim's death none of them survived longer than a week no! today's my fourth day i am not gonna keep running i have to face it Smile is rated R for strong violent content and grisly images and language, I would give it a four out of five stars on the enjoyability scale. I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. Yeah? This is 476 Barbary, right? Yeah, I'm renting this place. No, I booked it a month ago. Are you sure you have the right place? Yeah. Who am I supposed to do? Why don't you come inside and we'll call these idiots. Barbarian. A woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is occupied by a guy already. She shows up, there's already a guy there. What in the world? And like a total doofus... She decides to stay in the house with the guy, anyway, because they both rented this place. And then uh, creepy stuff starts happening, and stuff just spirals out of control from there. Why don't you just crash here? Oh no. I don't know if you got a great look at this neighborhood, but I don't think you should be out there by yourself. It's dry, and there's a lock on the door. By the way, I'm Keith. you take the bedroom and I'll sleep out here on the couch (sighs) themes messages, ideas, we're back to the thematic section of the show here, and, uh, the biggest thing that I noticed in this movie, the, the one that definitely popped out to me is, it's, this is, this is a Me Too movement movie, this is, you know, hashtag Me Too movement, which I think I've talked about on the show before, uh, there, there was some things that I fought against that were bad but it was doing it in the wrong way, ultimately. And so much of the politicized stuff around that was just a a bunch of baloney. But this is very much a a Me Too kind of movie, and when I saw that happening in the movie, I was going, oh, no, oh, jeez, what am I getting myself into? Why did I start watching this movie? This is, no, please don't. Uh, (laughs) But that said, it's actually not that bad in this respect. When this stuff started popping up, I was going, oh, great. You know, because the, the, I remember watching Promising Young Woman, which is just like Me Too movement, the movie. Uh, that movie was just awful. That was such a one-dimensional Me Too movement kind of movie where every guy is just the, the horrible monster rapist guy, and then every girl is the perfect Halo girl, you know? And it's like, it's so annoying. This isn't that. This is a more uh, more subdued, uh, better, I guess, better look at it slightly. Uh, not all, you know, basically not all women are perfect and not all dudes are evil and all that kind of stuff, which already is better than some movies that I've seen. Right. Uh, so I guess it's not as bad in that respect, but it still is hitting on the, uh, the, the, men are pigs and, and rape culture kind of stuff, kind of ideas in this movie, which is not, I mean, it's not accurate to America. America does not have a rape culture. There are, there are cultures that have actual rape culture. Like I, I heard there was, there was a lady that was a missionary that came to our church recently and she came from a legitimate rape culture where, That happened to her and her and basically everybody, all the the females and kids in that village that she came from, uh, because that's just that that's what they did, and that was their their culture. They had a legitimate rape culture. That she came out of and then she went back and was witnessing to them and it was a cool story Um, but that like that kind of culture is real and out there and that is not that is not the kind of culture that we have here in America and that they're trying to kind of convince you that we have here in America. And so, it's it's just kind of pushing some of these kind of lies going on here, uh, and w- which is unfortunate, but again, it's not as egregious. It is a little bit subtler. It's a little bit more in the background. It's not too much in the background in certain areas, but it's a little bit more in the background and it's more, uh, you I can still watch the movie and enjoy it despite it having some of these elements that I am disagreeing with it on. Keith! The trailers to this movie definitely piqued my interest. It looked like a weird horror movie, and that is definitely. What I got here, this movie is very weird. This is a strange movie and it really like it goes for it with just let's just be as weird as weird as possible. Ultimately, I enjoyed it. I think that this is an incredibly intense movie. Man, once once it gets going, they they do a good job here because they they start you off she shows up at the house, she meets this guy that's in the house, and they're talking, and they build up these characters really, really well. Again, I, like I like I referenced kind of at the, the opening of this one, uh, the <laughs> she, there's no way in the world she should have stayed in here with some random stranger dude that she didn't know. It is so stupid. Don't do that. You're just being an idiot. but, <laughs> but. The characters when they come together and they're they're talking and they build these characters uh for long enough and, and in a way that it's like I, I start to like these characters and kind of their rapport is pretty good. And then when the movie goes crazy, it gets incredibly intense, incredibly creepy. Bill Skarsgard is the guy that she she meets in there. Georgina Campbell is the the main actress. Bill Skarsgård is the guy that she meets in there. Bill Skarsgård, he's the guy that played It in the It movies, the Pennywise. Uh, he's played. He, he was in the the what's that TV show that was also Stephen King, where he was a creepy dude. He is very good at being creepy, and. He kind of, he kind of towed that line of there's like this creepiness to him that you're like, oh, what what is this? But then there's also this kind of soft side to him that you see and it's like, oh, okay, you know, he's a normal guy or, you know, it's like it, he he played that really well. And then they, they man, this movie, they, they kept it really intense. They kept it really creepy and just very off the wall. Bizarre to the point that that a couple people in the theater actually laughed at some of the moments that happened in the movie that I don't know that I would have laughed at other than they laughed and so I was kind of like oh I guess this is kind of funny because it is like over the top and very strange but I, I don't really think that's what they were going for is is laughing about it but uh but it is very over the top it is very extreme at times and uh, and for the most part that that really works there is some wonderful horror filmmaking in here. I mean, they just, they... They know exactly what to show and what not to show so that when, when things are going down, you're like, you're looking around and you're looking into the darkness. You're trying to see stuff and it's just, you know, there's a, there's one, you know, a girl and the, the background's all blurry and you're trying to see, okay, wait, is there something on in the background or something? It's one of those movies where you're like searching the screen. Where is this? What, what, you know, what is going on here? And it is very well done. There is some kind of like iconic horror visuals that pop up in here that are just like screwed up, but they're, they're very, very well done. And again, this movie is screwed up. It's, it's, uh, it's, I guess if you've seen like, uh, Don't Breathe or something where it's like there's some, some screwed up stuff that happens in there, it's in that same vein where it's like the, this, uh, it it pushes it to a point where it would make it harder to recommend to some people because some of those elements in there people are going to be like adverse to and understandably so. So you know be aware of some of that I guess going into this movie. That said, uh, they use it really effectively to unnerve you and uh, gross you out and stuff, and it's <laughs> it's it's really well done. There is some nudity in here more than I wish there was for sure. Uh, it's not just fleeting necessarily that said the nudity is not trying to be sexy like most n- movie nudity is trying to be you know it's it's it, it's not trying to be that and you know it, i guess does that make it morally better or worse eh, but that does uh affect my viewing of it i guess as watching the movie and, and what i am more affected by you know so I guess be aware of of that too. There's some really interesting unconventional storytelling that happens in here that I really liked. Like like uh it's it's weird it it definitely throws you off balance because it's like they're they're, they're doing this thing and, and then they you know twist or turn or whatever they 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 do some storytelling techniques that it's like oh i i don't i haven't seen that before that's really weird or different or interesting and i i really i ultimately i enjoyed it i mean when i was watching it at first i was going wait a minute what what are we doing here but they make it work and it's uh it's it's good it's good uh, there is a point in this movie where it pushes some of those very strange, bizarre elements maybe a little bit too far, at least, you know, it, it, too too far in a direction that I found a little cheesy, uh, so particularly particularly once you get later on in the movie, to me, some of those elements that were probably supposed to be scary, I guess, uh, they, they pushed some of the bizarre, weird stuff a little bit too far, made it a little less scary, in my opinion, and a little bit more cheesy, and I wish they didn't do that, I wish they... I I wish that they held back on some of those more over the top things that they did and and kept the the little bit more grounded horror take that was so good throughout most of the movie uh that said you know it ultimately it it didn't ruin the movie but it did lessen the the experience as a whole a little bit for me overall i really enjoyed barbarian this is a bizarre screwed up movie that is definitely one to check out if this is your kind of horror movie this process might seem overwhelming become a pleasurable experience. Barbarian is rated R for some strong violence and gore, disturbing material, language throughout, and nudity. I would give it a four out of five stars on the enjoyability scale. This is perfectly natural. <laughs> Wanna hear a fun fact? Well, you know, Barbarian is about a a girl that goes to a a cabin or a house and Airbnb and there's already a dude in there renting it out. That's like the premise of the movie. Well, there was another movie with the identical premise, that came out recently too and i actually got these two movies confused and so when i saw barbarian i thought i had seen gone in the night or i thought you know oh i had thought oh that was the movie that i had seen the trailer to and then i watched this and then it was like wait a minute i didn't see that it was this other one and so actually gone in the night also came out has this exact same premise and i guess quick impromptu review here uh Gone in the Night's a decent little uh, thriller kind of movie. It's definitely more to the thriller than the horror movie. Uh, a little bit mystery kind of thing going on there. Decent little thing there. Some very uh, weird weird stuff that goes on in there. Not as weird as Barbarian, I guess. More weird in the, the characters. There's some very strange characters in Gone in the Night. And ultimately, it kind of works. It, it ends up kind of working for the movie. But it's... Uh, it was, a, it was a decent little time, but nothing too amazing or, or too special, in my opinion. A a decent, mysterious, kind of weird little thing. And also, it was just... I, I thought it was kind of funny that two movies with the exact same premise came out, and you watch both of them, they are pretty wildly different, <laughs> you know? So you got this same initial concept. And maybe maybe Gone in the Night is the movie that you would more expect with that kind of concept. Something that... Uh, that ends up a little bit closer to what you would expect with something like that, whereas Barbarian just goes completely nuts and off the rails, you know? So... Uh, yeah, I guess there's that. Anyway, interesting stuff. Have you seen Barbarian? Have you seen Gone in the Night? Have you seen Smile? Shoot me an email, Helix reviews Podcast at gmail.com, and you can let me know what you thought of those movies or whatever's on your mind. That is it for this time. Still haven't seen She-Hulk. Don't know when that review's coming. I gotta watch that. Uh Werewolf in the Night, I think it's called. Marvel just released a one-shot uh, DC or Marvel Disney Plus kind of thing out there, so I, I guess I gotta see that i i totally forgot that that was even coming honestly but one episode done and there and gone and okay uh maybe i'll watch it with josiah maybe not i'm not quite sure yet and uh well we'll see about that until next time this is david helix reviews signing out bye-bye guys Okay, so the really lame jump scare that happens in Smile is uh, when... What was that? I think it was when she was laying in bed, right? She lays in bed, she flips over, and you can see this smile ghost thing coming out of the closet. Extremely intense and creepy right there. It's like, ooh, that is really effective. And then it jump cuts to the next day and like a car driving, and the car driving and honking was supposed to be a jump scare. So lame, so stupid, never... Never have your jump scare be a cut to the next day or a cut to the next scene and something happens. So that that is never, never do a jump scare that way. That is so lame and stupid, okay? Uh, so that was stupid. That was awful. <laughs> Probably the worst part of that movie, the worst part of Smile. One of the best parts of Smile is the imagery that I was referring to was when she is standing in the kitchen, she's drinking her wine, she looks over and there in the dark, she sees the, the girl standing there smiling at her, and it's just, it's just dark enough that you can kind of make her out, but she's kind of blended in, maybe somewhat to the background enough, that it's like, it's like when you're, you know, you're laying there in bed at night, and it's like, oh my goodness, there's something over there, or something, you know, and then it's just, you know, your, your coat, or whatever, you know, but it's like, it's like that kind of thing, where, you know, as a kid, you're laying there in bed, and you're like, is that a person staring at me, or something, it's like, it's like that kind of thing only it actually is a person there smiling staring at you. It is so creepy and so effective to me. Like that was like ooh, that's that's creepy. That is creepy. And honestly, going out after the movie, that's the image that was in my mind because you know, you go out about outside and it was nighttime at that point, so it's dark and I'm going out it, and it's like, ooh, there could be some creepy person standing over in the dark smiling at me or something. That's kind of weird. Anyway, So that was the imagery that worked. That was the jump scare that didn't work. And uh, that's it for this time, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening to the end. You're one of the cool people.